Hello, my dear one, and welcome to the Authentic Life Design Podcast, the place for dreaming boldly and being unapologetically yourself. Life design is all about taking your power back and intentionally creating a life based on your own rules, values, and understandings of success. Authentic Life Design is here to empower you to go beyond your inner limitations and design a fulfilling, free, and abundant life. Hi, my name is Vihra, I'm your host here, and I'm on a mission to inspire, empower, and guide people to overcome their inner doubts and find courage to live life boldly, fully, and fulfilled. With my coaching, I help aspiring boss babes to find their essence, gain knowledge and confidence, and build their own businesses. I'm so happy that you're here today, let's get started. and welcome back to the Authentic Life Design podcast. Welcome to uh, the second episode of our February series. I decided to dedicate the whole month of February on different lessons that I learned from my journey of starting my own thing, of building my business. And I wanted to shed some light on the things that I imagined a little bit differently or mistakes, let's call them, that I did and I know that will save you a lot more time. And today we'll be talking about creating your first offer or reflecting on your skill set and building the service, the product, the thing that you can put out in the world and you can, let's say, exchange for money. In the previous episode, so episode 40, um, I shared with you some of the let's say myths or misunderstandings about becoming self-employed and I shared with you what are the skill sets that I believe can really help you be a little bit more organized, productive and focused when it comes to really starting your own thing and also what are the differences to actually work for someone um, and being employed at a, at a company. So if you want to hear this one, if you've missed it, then I think it's going to be a little bit more logical to start there and come back here. I've tried to create a little bit of a journey um, of the logical steps of how I would approach this. And this is why today we'll be speaking about um, putting together your initial offer um, into the world. And no matter, again, if you're if you're a freelancer, if you're a small business, if you create a product instead of a service, I believe that all of the things that I will share with you today are going to be very useful and also I think one week ago, around one week ago, um, I shared an Instagram live on this topic um, and I focused much more on how I did back then and what were literally what were my own services um, and how I navigated the whole process. So if you want more of this kind of personal story, you can go to my Instagram account, authentic.lifedesign, and you can learn more of how, like my personal journey. And here I'm more going to be speaking about, I guess, the process that I learned of how I would, um, yeah, just do the steps if I were starting all over again. So yeah if you haven't listened to episode number 40 go back and listen to that and if you want to learn more of my own personal story go to the instagram live um and i want to jump into today's episode with something i would call the biggest mistake that people do when putting together their service let's say that you are on this journey of understanding okay i think i'm fed up (laughs) with working for someone else and i really want to start little by little building my own thing and just reflecting on the things that I can offer and build something as self-employed. And what stops a lot of people to really progress, I believe, is that they have kind of an idea of how things should be. So you start, you literally 
sit down and you put these things together and you're like, ah, I think I need to do this course and I need to learn this thing. And maybe I need to, like you, you create kind of a huge plan of things you still need to do in order to um, jump on this journey, which I think it's very normal. However, big part of that is connected to you not feeling good enough to start and thinking that you have to prepare in kind of a perfect overplanned way and then you can really launch your offer. And again, it is true that there is um, a lot of work that can come before and it is important for you to be well prepared to jump out and do that. But I guess I'm putting a lot of um, focus here on the well prepared part and not on the overly crazy prepared because something that I teach my clients in kickstart your business is that you have your current value this is how we're going to call it so the value that you can currently today really bring out to people the things that you can do the things that you can help them with and we also speak about the future value of your freelance practice or your business so maybe in a year from now in two years from now how you would like your whole kind of offer suit or full of different offers to look like because it's important it's important and it's normal to know that you're gonna learn a lot of things on the way and you're gonna also keep um, improving and growing your skill set while you are doing these things. And in a year from now, in two years from now, your whole offer suite <laughs> will look very different. But what we're trying to do today, um, and the biggest mistake that a lot of people do, is to really um, overcomplicate the whole process and thinking that they have to um, learn many, many, many other things in order to start. I believe that the more you focus on um, your current situation, your current skills, your current knowledge, that really, if you're starting today, if I challenge you by the end of today to write a short article for a newspaper or a newsletter and you have to introduce yourself and be like, hey, this is me and this is what I can do for you. What would you write down? Like, what are the things that you can literally, probably from tomorrow on, you can little by little start building and start exchanging for money? I believe that this is how you should be navigating your offer. And in the next three steps that I share with you, like there is a lot more that comes to that, understanding yourself, the things that you can truly do, understanding the people that you're going to be selling these things to, like who is really the, let's say, your target audience or the client that would benefit from someone who has these skills, knowledge, products, etc. And creating this kind of bridge between you, the people that would need your service and how to really connect you. So this is what we're going to be focusing on today. Um, but I wanted to start off really clarifying this, that you are good enough to start right now with the things that you learned until now. Um, so this is one thing. And the other is that um, something that happened for me when I started reflecting on my skill set and my knowledge and the things that I could probably um, bring together as my offering, they were very different. So I was having both different interests, but also different skills. And they were, at least in my head, that they weren't making any sense. And this is something that I share in the Instagram live that I did um, because back then I actually packaged together my skills and knowledge around personal development, um, everything I knew around branding and marketing and also design thinking. And if you go to my website right now, like if you're listening to the podcast episode when it comes out, my website is still not updated ever since I created it in the first place. So you're going to see initial my, my initial offers and I have really made sense of everything that I was able to do back then and I just packaged it in a way that I could test it out with the world. 
and as I said, for me, it was the three, when I wrote everything down, I had this kind of a three focus points. I had the personal development, so everything that I was knowing around helping people understand themselves better and what stops them on achieving their goals and stuff like that. Um, the other thing was applying design thinking into developing your idea into the world. And the last thing was, again, branding, marketing, content, everything that comes with um, a lot of my professional background before, actually. Um, the thing that was connecting all of these, and this is really important, if you're someone who would have kind of a different offerings, it's important to find this one thing that sticks them together and makes sense of them in the end of the day. Um, and for me, this was helping people to really do what they love to do and building something on their own. So even in the start, like two years ago, when I built Authentic Life Design and I was still very confused of what my services would look like, I still knew that this is the people that I want to help and this is the, the thing that I can really bring them forward to with these kind of like three different focus points. Is it good to have three different focus points? <laughs> I would say no, because it was very hard for me to find kind of um, the persona, as you call it in marketing, so the person that you're really speaking to. Um, for me, the three different services were actually speaking to three different people. So you can imagine that my communication was a little bit dif more difficult because I would have to always come to um, different people and their different needs and their different benefits that they could have by working with me. So this is one thing that I would do different, but I also know that when you are multi-passionate, multi-talented, or you have kind of different things that you would like to try on, I think at the, the start it's normal to have more of a chaotic and weird kind of like um, service package. But I also believe this was very useful for me to understand and kind of test out which one works and which one didn't work so well. So it has its pros and cons. Like, yes, the communication um, is a little bit more messier, I would call it. But at the same time, I think it shows you um, it's something that you test out and you understand better for yourself at, st at the start. Um, a lot of the first steps that you're going to do becoming self-employed are going to feel like a test um, just because there are some things that you have to validate for yourself and understand where really your focus lies, where your um, kind of special sauce or the things that you can really do very well. Um, where is this? Where um, are exactly the needs of your clients? So what they could benefit most by working with you? So. It's a long journey and people learn a lot on this journey. Um, but at the start, what you really wanna do is focus on the things that you can right now in this moment and also making sense of them in a way that you can put them either in, again, one offer or maybe two to three different offers that you can try out. And again, if they are multiple ones, then try to find the thing that puts them together. Today, I'm creating the episode um, a little bit more broader because no matter if you're an artist, if you do have kind of a product that you want to turn <clears throat> into a business, I do want to create it in a way that it's applicable to all of you. So sometimes things might not feel so detailed. <clears throat> Sorry. But as I said, I do want to provide you with kind of the um, yeah, and general advice or something that could be applicable for, for everyone because it's really nice to speak about like um, building your freelance practice, build, building a small business, product services. They do have kind of um, little differences, um, but today we're seeing more of the general picture of them, let's say. So after we've clarified the biggest mistake that people 
do when putting together their services and always focusing more on like what would be the perfect way to present themselves and what would be the perfect service and um, how many new courses and learnings and stuff you have to do. I want you to really understand that you will be growing even when you start your, you, you're going to be even growing much more when you start your um, self-employed practice, just because not only you're learning your own craft, but you're going to be learning much more kind of additional skills of how you present yourself online and how you develop your product and how you do taxes and all of these things. However, even in your own skills, you're going to be um, always, I feel like you're going to be challenged to learn more and new more and just expand um, your knowledge and your services. So don't think that kind of this is something that you do before and then once you start, you never really grow. Um, I was having this limiting belief and this, this is why I'm sharing it here. I was thinking that once I start my own thing, I was fearing that I will just stay there forever. Like I would never um, grow more and learn more and just expand as this person for some reason. Um, I thought that only when you work for a company or you kind of study in a university, <laughs> this is where you um, really uh, expand your skill set and your knowledge. And this is not true. So after we've debunked, let's say, this mistake, let's go to the three main steps that I would do uh, to create my first offer. My biggest mission behind everything that I do is to help as many people as I can to tap into their unique gifts and share them with the world, no matter if it's through a freelance practice, through building a business, becoming self-employed, or even just being more authentic in their everyday life. And this is why in the whole month of February, I decided to create a little challenge game a giveaway to help you support me in growing this podcast and reaching more people so i will be giving out one free one-on-one 90-minute session with me it can be get unstuck it can be just really focused on your personal journey right now and supporting you with the next steps with the mindset blocks and everything and in order to participate i would love for you to do two things depending on where you're listening to the podcast if you're listening on Spotify, I would love for you to first subscribe to the podcast. And the second thing is to share a story on your Instagram and tag Authentic Life Design. This is how I'm going to see you and I'm going to put you in the giveaway. So this is um, option number one if you're listening on Spotify. Option number two would be if you're listening on Apple Podcasts to leave a review there and really do it very honestly. I would love to hear your feedback, what you love about the podcast, what you want to listen to more, what it helps you with, anything that you would really put down. I would love to read and I'll probably read it out in the next podcast episode. So yeah, if you're on um, Apple Podcasts, please do that. This is how you can enter the giveaway. And with that said, let's go back to the podcast episode. So as I said earlier, the first step would be to reflect on yourself, on your skills, on your strengths, on your knowledge and everything you really can provide, so to say. And I feel like this falls into a couple of different categories. We have your kind of hard skills, I'm going to call them, or like technical skills. So anything you would really put in your CV any programs that you can work with, any tools, anything that you've learned um, either from your university, either um, maybe it was from kind of some 
professional experience that you've made. So all of the things that you can really do hands on. So in my case, um, since I'm coming from kind of more of a marketing, branding, professional background, this would be um, content creation and writing creative texts, creating a newsletter, using MailChimp, using Asana, all kinds of different tools and programs that you can do. Um, next to that, next to your technical skills, comes something that we never really put in our CV, but for me this is the most interesting part, and it is everything else that you actually know and have a lot of kind of knowledge and skills on, just because we all spend a lot of time either on YouTube or just diving into our hobbies and things that we are really passionate about, but we never, let's say, learned in school or did kind of for money in our job. But th these are a lot of things. And <clears throat> when I was working with my clients, oftentimes this list is even bigger than the one that we put on our CV. And this list is a bit more um, doubtful just because you're like, yeah, can I really do that? Can I put this down here? Because you, like, you never got a certificate on that. No one really told you that you can do this. However, I still want you to do that. And this could include things like, um, I don't know, you're good at listening or you somehow easily people open up to you or you have a creative mind, you have a lot of ideas, you're very good at project management, even though this one would probably fall into the first one. Um, you know a lot about music or you know a lot about, I don't know, different things that you really would never put on your CV, but you feel you still have a lot of like skills and knowledge um, around that. And the last thing, so the third list that we'll do is focused on your um, personal attributes, I'm gonna call them. So how are you showing up as a person? Because one thing that will um, make you stand out and will make you different than other people that, that do, let's say, UX and UI design or graphic design, <clears throat> marketing, social media, it will be that your personality is different and how you show up to meetings is different, how you work with these clients and what they really like in you. So these are the three things that you really want to reflect on for yourself. And there are going to be a lot of doubts and imposter syndrome and a lot of things that come up um, that will tell you, can you really do something? And can you, how can you even think that you're good at this? Um, so try to silence these voices for a while and really um, realistically reflect on the things you can really do. And one interesting thing to challenge yourself with is asking some of your friends, some of your close friends, some of your loved ones, you, the people that truly support and love you, ask them what are you good at, how they see you. Um, because oftentimes we don't have such a realistic look on ourselves, and we're often very critical and thinking that we're not good enough and that we um, don't have anything that can really benefit, benefit the people around us. But when we ask people that we spend most time with, they actually have an observation that we might haven't created for ourselves. So these are the things that I would ask you to do in terms to reflect on your skills, understand your knowledge and start building. I call it a backpack. So understanding what are all the different topics and um, actions and things that you can really do and you can put out from your backpack and give to people and again exchange for money because this is what we do <laughs> when we start becoming self-employed you really gotta understand this backpack and how you can make a business or freelance practice out of that so that's gonna be step number one so after we've reflected on your kind of 
skills and strengths and knowledge and everything that you are, now we got to understand who are the people that can really benefit from working with you. The professional term of that would be target audience, but we really just want to start understanding if we can offer these things, who are the people that can see this as beneficial for them and how can we collaborate together? There are many th ways that you can approach this. Um, I think one of the <laughs> not very useful, but still steps that I did was going online and seeing what are people searching for in terms of freelance work, for example. So there are websites like Upwork or Fiverr where a lot of freelancers are putting out their services. So first of that, you can see what kind of services people offer, but you can also see um, what they write about inside and how they package it in a way that they already um, target their um, potential users or potential potential clients. Um, so this is a way that you can approach that. Another is really just thinking about if again today by the end of the day you have to go to someone and offer the skill set that you have, who would be that person? Oftentimes these people vary from different backgrounds. Some of them might be individuals. So if you're creating something that's more um, B2C, so business to client, you would be working with individual clients. Um, what would be an example of that? Well, my whole business is an example of that. I work with clients and not with businesses. So I literally target people in a particular situation, which in my case is kind of the transition of um, being employed to turning into self-employed, building your own thing and really starting your own business or freelance practice. So this is my, let's call it target audience. And if you would, um, maybe you're a product, maybe what you've created is a product and it's a tool that a lot of businesses can benefit from. So in this case, you your target audience or the people that you would sell your, your services to are small or big companies and businesses. So this is important to understand, like who would really benefit from your services? And yes, it could be both. Uh, one of the clients that I work with, she's building a service that can be both um, based on individuals, let's say solopreneurs or someone who is like building their own business or personal brand, but alone. And it can also be applied to small businesses and smaller teams. So this can vary, as I said, and you can both target two groups of peoples, uh, peoples, <laughs> nice. Um, but what is most important is to understand where they are. So where are they in their journey and how can you be beneficial for them? What can you help them with? And this, I believe like these two are the main points that you gotta clarify at the start, because this will show you first how many people can actually benefit from your current skill set, even if you don't do this next course that you've planned to do. Um, and it will also strengthen, I believe, your um, confidence in a way that you will see, ah, so people are looking out for these things. And oftentimes one thing that happened for me when I went, I think on Fiverr, was that I saw how many people with less experience than me were actually already creating offers and products and they were working in this sphere. So I was like, oh, okay, so people do it much less prepared, in my opinion, than me. And this gave me somehow the motivation to start and put myself out there. So that would be step number two. So part number three and the final part of this podcast episode would be to now create the bridge between you and your potential clients. And here 
there I guess we're only gonna touch upon this topic today and we're gonna dive into much more in the next podcast which is gonna release next Monday but the whole topic here is marketing and communications and networking and pretty much just you showing up and presenting to people what you do uh, creating an online presence or finding your own way of how to reach these people and work with them as I told you there are many ways that you can do that um, one of them is to maybe not work so much of your on your own um, online presence but going to websites like Fiverr and um, Upwork and probably m many others that I don't know right now, but really using these kind of platforms that are connecting freelancers with um, businesses or different clients. Another way would be to build your own website and start presenting it into groups or um, creating your Instagram presence, starting to gaining some followers and just sharing what you do in the best way that you can. And again, there are many ways how you can do that and it doesn't have to be like you don't really have to have online presence in order to be able to gain your first clients i believe that you can find these in your um, friend circle or friends of friends or um probably i don't know when you go to the next event that you would go to uh, and you present yourself with the things that you can offer maybe you find someone someone there so I want to break this belief and an idea that you gotta have an online presence in order to do that. I believe that a good mix of both will actually be the best way that you can tackle that. But here we're speaking about really the first ever steps, how you can find your potential clients. And again, don't try to overcomplicate things with, I gotta build the website first and my podcast and um, also the, Instagram channel and maybe my YouTube channel <laughs> like really focus on one little simple things which can be just you writing out a cold email to a couple of people um, think about it in a very simple way like what would save you the most time and you can still again do it by the end of the day I feel like the whole topic of today's podcast episode is what of these can you do by the end of the day uh, because I don't want you to overcomplicate it and think that this has to be like a process of 10,000 steps in order for you to do that. Here we're really speaking about the bridge between you and your potential client. If you already have kind of online presence and you're using social media a lot, this was the case with me, I just created a post where I said, hey, currently I am focusing more on this and this is what I'm offering. Like not even having a website, just putting it into words. So if you know someone that might benefit from that, if, you're, if you are someone who can benefit, I would love to talk to you. And I put it on, <clears throat> Facebook and LinkedIn um, and probably Instagram, I don't remember. But this is the most simple way how you can approach this or even talk to friends about this because in every case you would love to test things with someone who is a bit closer than you and who you can have kind of a safe space while you're doing this for the first time. And at least for me, it was great to test out my services with friends and friends of friends before I actually jumped into a meeting and one-on-one -on -one coaching with someone I never knew just because the stakes there, at least in my head, were much, much higher. So try to make things comfortable for yourself. You are just starting out and you're just testing things. So make it as the most comfortable and the most enjoyable that it could be for you. And again, creating this bridge uh, can be very simple, can be just you talking a little bit more about that. And little by little, you're going to find people that resonate with this. 
Um, as I said in the next episode, we're going to be diving much more into the communication part of things and the social channels that you gotta use or you've not gotta use um, and what were some of my mistakes there. But yeah, I guess as a summary of today's episode, don't overcomplicate it, focus on yourself first and the skill set and the knowledge that you have today, understand who potentially can benefit from what you do and create a bridge to them in the most simple way. What I did a little bit different and wrong, again, was creating a whole <laughs> bouquet of offers um, and I needed to navigate this and find kind of like potential clients in all of these spheres. It's not impossible to do that. I feel like with many things you will have your own way. And this is something I always try to remind in this podcast and also in my clients is that yes, I do give you guidance of how I did particular things or how um, like some knowledge around business foundations and what are the things that you gotta have. But there are a lot of things that you're gonna navigate on your own and everyone has their own process and its own needs for when something is ready to be put out, um, when you need to push more, when you need to pull back more. So listen to yourself first. Um, and I would be really happy if some of these things that I shared today um, can help you move forward and just find more, um, more guidance in how to navigate this journey. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I truly hope that it has given you some ideas, creativity, inspiration to think about how you can package the skills that you already have and you can really put them out in the world and start making the first steps. If you need more support on your journey, I would love to share with you three ways that you can work with me. The first one is completely free. It's a masterclass that I've recorded, I think six months ago, something like that, probably a little bit more. It's called Building Your uh, Self-Employed Vision. And I'm sharing the three key steps on how you can do that. It's a little bit more detailed than this podcast episode. So if you want to watch it and if you really want to have a more hands-on approach and see what it is also to work with me in a more of a masterclass way, then go ahead and find the link in bio. Um, you can sign up for that and you'll directly be um, guided to the recording of the masterclass. The second way is in a one-off, one-on-one 90-minute session. I call them Get Unstuck, just because no matter where you feel stuck or a little bit confused on your journey, we take you from there and we build a more of an actionable plan of how to navigate this and what to do next, what are the most logical steps, what are the needle-moving activities you really need to do in order to get going. This is exactly the type of session that I'll be giving away in the giveaway, so maybe um, you can just share the podcast, Support me on that and you can win it in the start of March. And the last um, way we can work together in the most engaged way is to join Kickstart Your Business, my signature offer, my 12-step coaching one-on-one -on -one program where you really will learn not only the business foundational steps like how to do that you reflect on yourself you reflect on your skill set and we'll create together your offer we reflect on your target audience on marketing communication your online visibility sales really every single little thing that you need to do in order to get your first clients i'll get you covered on that we can do this both on weekly or bi-weekly basis. So the whole program is either going to be like three months, very um, 
fast and like fast paced or it's going to be six months with some of my clients we're moving more into the bi-weekly sessions because it's they have a little bit more time to prepare and to really move through that including in the program you have our group coaching sessions where we come together and really share how everything everybody's moving in their journey what blockages they have what learnings they have so yeah you also have 12 really nice presentations you can keep for yourself with all of the learnings individual work so it's a lot but also exactly what you need it's like a little business school of how you really put your together your idea out there kickstart your business is going to increase its price in march so if you still want to book it on this price no matter if you're going to start right away or later in the year then please book your um free like call um, or write me dm me on instagram so i know and i can save your spot on that um and yeah i've left links for everything that i just said in the bio um or like in the show notes of the podcast i don't know how it's called uh, so you can find everything there um click it sign it would love to see you there and i am going now bye see you next monday on the next podcast episode Mwah.